Welcome back to another episode of Sober in the States Football. The conference finals are set. There are four teams now. Vamos fighting Ben Olsen's Houston. Listen, last week we went over the Western Conference teams that were eliminado from the MLS. Y'all loved it so much that we decided to do the Eastern Conference. Joke's on you. We were already going to do it anyway. Because we are creative. Yes. we. Yes. Dude, that took so much brain power to do. Yeah. It took and, us like a full two hours to come up with that. Oh. Honestly, like my yeah. brain was frying, like things were coming out of my ear. Chris, the MLS collection guy, is here as always. <laughs> the collection, guy. <laughs> the collection guy. Yeah, baby. It, you went, you went off in collections last week. I'm here. We got together, getting ready to do this live stream now. And guess what? You just immediately just started spitting collections out. Bam! At you, and collection. Like, bam! Bam! Collection. Did so, it, it? What happened to the MLS card guy? Are you MLS collection guy now? This this is what happens when you give me a little bit of money in my account. I just go and buy it, buy stuff. I don't need it. I don't want it, but I buy it. But you buy um, it. I bought it. So I now have a really powered up Ricky Pooge and a really powered up Lorenzo Insigne for next year. So. Oh, wait, Lorenzo Insigne. Sir, Insigne. What, what did you what did you buy here? Look, look at all look at all this fun stuff I've been buying over the last few days. So I got a bunch of Toronto stuff. Ooh, I got a bunch of uh, of LA Galaxy stuff. Mm-hmm. Mind you, almost all of this is from auctions or um jersey number stuff oh, so like i got the press points. and judge jersey number i got the Jalen neal jersey number which actually that's a really good price for Jalen neal anyway um not that like you can't get it cheaper obviously now but like he's really good um and i i don't know man i've just been going off and like jersey numbers and and one ofs just getting a whole bunch of stuff and really focusing in on on the galaxy and the and the torontos because i, I picked up a lorenzo insigne forward card because I think he'll have a massive year next year. Um, and then obviously Ricky Pooch is uh, pretty good. So <laughs> powering well, on, powering him up. Right. Obviously, our, our conversation from last week had some influence in your LA Galaxy collection, obviously. Yes. But this, and we'll, and we'll get to it. We'll, we'll talk about Toronto. Boy, we'll talk about Toronto, let me tell you. But what was what's the decision behind going, hey, I'm going to take a gamble, not just on Insigne, but I'm going to do the whole freaking thing. Please, because I think, well, I think they really underperformed, right? I think they had a decent like collection of talent. They have good young guys. They have good like veteran players. Like Richie Larea is obviously not in Toronto anymore, but that's a really nice card to have powered up. Jonathan Osorio is really good. Mark Anthony K can be good at times. Mm. Um, they've got even Bernadeschi, like could be good. I mean, he's could be good. He's a very goal dependent. He's not much of an AA guy, but like he could be okay. And then they got some young guys, right? Like I picked up all the 18-year-olds. DeAndre Kerr, I think, is pretty good. Marshall Ruddy has had a lot of um, a hype around him it's as well. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so like an Iowa like guys that like have had value in the past that didn't have good years because nobody did in Toronto. Um, that like could still be worth something and could still be like decent. And that was kind of the reasoning behind my Cincinnati collection, too. It's like is so many good cards that I can play from that. I like I have a stack of it. Right. Right. So, I mean, I, I think that's the that's the reasoning behind it um, is 
it just makes so much sense. Like you get the whole stack as long as it's a decent team. And specifically with this team, I'm paying literally zero for all these cards because they all had really bad years. So um, I'm on the I'm on the buy low hype train. Not that I think it'll get like too much higher, um, but I'm at least <laughs> at least gonna like pump a little bit because Listen. I'm a fan of John Herdman and I think they'll be good next year. And I think that's one of the most important things to like really consider here is that John Herdman is now coming in at Toronto and we saw right. what he did with the Canadian national team going into the world cup. Sure. It didn't work out. Sure. There's some injuries, whatever you say, like they still probably out of CONCACAF, they still probably had the best showing. Maybe. Yeah. You know, and he's coming in Toronto. Look, the pieces, the, the olive garden era is still here. Okay. The Italians are still on the road. They haven't left the train yet. <laughs> Even there, I mean, there's rumors now that Bernadeschi wants to go back to Juve and all that stuff, and sure, that's a thing. But they're tagging Which honestly might there. not be the worst thing. But do you think someone like John Herdman, who literally can say, "Look what I just did going to the World Cup. I did with it on the Alfonso Davies, like with huge names in the Canadian national team that are playing in Europe. It's not like he's going to go to Insignia and be like, "Oh my God, never seen anybody with your level of talent before." So like are you? Are you? He's coached world class players before. Yeah, and the pedigree is there. So do you think that would be enough to maybe keep them around and go, hey, I know we only won four games and lost 20 of them, uh, <laughs> but you should come back and we can try again. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like Toronto is one of those teams that like they can spend money, like they have money. Um, right. So even if they get rid of Bernadeschi, I believe he's a DP. They're going to replace him with somebody who's like amazing, you know? Right. Um, I think they just had a really bad last couple of years here. Uh, and part of that is just, I guess, Bob Bradley just sucks now. Even <laughs> as good at LAFC. Washed. Uh, he just is terrible now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think they have a ton of talent and I think they could be like a pretty decent team uh, if they can put it all together. Like they got to get Marshall Ruddy involved because I feel like he's a really good player. DeAndre Kerr is a really good player. Um, I mean, Bernadeschi has his like has his moments, but Biko is decent at Miami. Like maybe he could be a decent piece. Um, Osorio's a really good player, right? Mark, and, and hey, they still have, they still have Latif Blessing in that team too. Do they have Latif Blessing? Yeah, Latif Blessing's still there, oh, and that's he he's, he's the fun. MLS workhorse man. He just you he just is my favorite player. He's my all time favorite player. I almost bought a super rare of his. Is this, like, eh. could this could this be Latif's like because I feel like he his his spot in the starting eleven is never really there. He kind of just no. floats around, fills in gaps. He he's like the all around piece he, that you need. He starts like, for whoever's the most tired. Like he's he's that piece. Like he's actually the twelfth starter. And like when one of the other eleven needs a break, which is every single game, um, he starts. Or at least that's what he was at LAFC. Which obviously, I he's he's got like. I, if he were still motivated, if he were still like, if I knew that he was in the right mental framework, I would be buying a lot of him. But I just don't know. Uh, I've heard so much about like family issues and like not liking the states. But he's been really? on like four different teams in the U.S. So yeah. it's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where he's at. I've seen him be like unbelievable, and it's not like he's old. It's not like he's lost a step. So um, it's a mental thing. And if someone can get him mentally back to where he needs to be. Uh, he could be a really good player too. I had no idea he was in in Toronto. To be fair. <laughs> yeah, because he's floating around. He was he was in New England, and then he just kind of it just has. And, and like this is this is kind of an opportunity for him too. Going into next year, something to think about is look, Toronto's breaking it down. They're bare bonesing it. They have 
an MLS veteran sitting on their team was floating around going, look, Latif and Osorio in the midfield have that be a really good midfield, yeah, which is great, right? So this actually yeah. could be an opportunity for Latif to be like, look, they still have Sean Johnson, spot. right? Yes. I mean, Sean Johnson's still around. They've got Insigne. Like, it's... I mean, they've got some good pieces, and I assume they're going to have some cap space. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I did not realize Latif Blessing was on this team, too. <laughs> That's crazy. John Herdman's going to do it. He's going he's gonna to be the one to turn the Toronto boys. Are, is Toronto, okay, realistically, expectations for Toronto. And it, it's early. A lot of things are going to happen. Host a playoff game. Host a playoff game. Yep. Hot every year. Every game. year, Toronto's expectations will be at least host a playoff game because that's the kind of payroll that they spend. Like, they're one of the teams that spend a lot of money in this league. So, like, they take advantage of the cap really well. Um, and they are going to spend a ton of money on your insignias. Like, no one else on, like, there's like three other teams in the league that have an insigne level player, right? There's like maybe Ricky Pooch, I mean, Messi. Maybe Lucho Acosta, although I MVP, I don't baby. even think I don't even think Lucho's on that level, right? Mm-hmm. Like, as, if we're talking pure like one-off, one-player talent, I think Insigne is still a lot better than Lucho. And I mean, we could argue that point, right? Mm. He's, he's the MVP. He's on the best team. He's the best player of the best team. Um, but I think would he be one of the top players on a Champions League team? I don't think so. And Insigne no. was so. Okay. All right. I, I, I mean, I feel like Lucho himself is more of a whatever it takes. I'll do it myself if I have to. And Insigne is like, mm, I may need some people around yes. me. I need, may need some service. And pure, that- pure talent wise, though, like pure technical ability wise, I think Insigne is better. Okay. I, He's I, a higher ceiling. Fair, fair. All right. But you know, you want to talk about spending money and world class players. We can talk about Barcelona 2.0. Okay. Oh my god, this is gonna be so much fun. <laughs> and inner Miami with nine wins and 18 losses. Seven I can't draws. wait. I can't wait to oh. see Messi in the middle of July in <laughs> Miami. This is gonna be great. Like, is he even is he gonna play more than 20 games? That's the question. Uh, dude, I mean, he walks a lot, so he might not be that's that true. Tired. He does <laughs> walk a lot. Oh man, I love I love I his I love I his explanation know. too. It's like, well, if you slow down and walk, you can see the game better. And it's like he's not wrong. <laughs> if, no, you he's really, not. if you really think about it, like the really elite players in the world, they all like walk for a good portion of it. Yeah, and you have to build your team around that. Like you can't just like like you can't put Ronaldo and Messi together in the same team. It'll never work. You never oh, have God. the ball because you'd have eight guys playing defense. But one like number ten playmaker, you can kind of work around that. DC did that with Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney never ran. I mean, he ran occasionally, right? Um, but only when it was necessary. And then he his only job was like going forward. And I think it's something that honestly, I would love to see more people adopt. Just like normal players, like just yeah. let somebody like their job is offense. They don't need to play defense. You know what I mean? Like save your energy for when you're bursting down the field the other way that gives you the extra half step that gets you from you know just missing narrowly a, a chance to getting you know a, a more open chance and you and you get that and i'm i'm not going to lie it's funny that uh oh what's it called that like after he said that too you almost saw a lot of people kind of start walking like you you see more people yeah, it's kind it of makes slow sense. down it's like messi said it and everyone was like Holy smokes, he's on to something. 
Like, oh, yeah. it's like they just have this revelation. They're like, oh my god. I mean, he was even doing it as like an eighteen-year-old kid at Barca. Like, it's not like he does it because he's old. Like, he's been doing this forever. Um, oh, here it he, is. Since like, you're not in the Discord, so we're so bought that Axel Kai baby. Just had to throw it out there. There Shout you out go. The major league so rare Discord baby. Shout out to everybody. We in here. But look, I don't think I got my Axel Kai yet. Messi, Messi walks so that Luis Suarez can run. Oh god! Right, that's oh, that's what god. we're all. First of all, where's Miami getting all this money? And second of all, is Luis Suarez actually coming to Miami? If I I, I have concerns at this point about all of these dudes because like you love to see the top end like Busquets, Messi, Alba, all these guys, but it's like you know you have to like play a full season and travel for a full season, and you're gonna do that with a bunch of forty year olds. Um, and you're in Miami. It's not like you're in Kansas City where you're in the middle. You no, literally swamp, have to travel boy. everywhere. You, you and know? in the swamp. You and are. you're in the swamp, and it's a billion degrees. Like, you guys, like, this would be a great team in 2010 when you're playing against a bunch of nobodies, but, like, there are good players in this league now, like, and young players. Like, Cucho Hernandez is a good young player. Like, he's a a world-class level, like Premier League level, good young player. Like, I mean, you didn't see that in 2010. But Miami brought, Miami has that too, though. They have a lot of promising young kids. You have who? Benjamin Kramaski. You have Kramaski's not Bakuna bad. Farias no, that they just brought in. They brought Noah in a Allen's lot of also not bad. Noah, Noah Allen. Allen is probably leaving. You think so? Uh, there was a Tommy Bogert report that said oh. there were, he was on, on, uh, he was on training. There was a lot of that. tweets today going out, and there's a there's a lot. I don't even think it was today, but dude, it's it's one of those things where a lot of teams are reporting this weekend. Like I have to, I flying. have Tommy scoops. I have his notifications on on Twitter, and all day it was just so him pull just up, going off. Pull up my screen real quick. These are the three tabs that every person in Sower MLS needs open all the time: Tom Bogert Twitter, Sower Data, and Sower itself. Like. This is the holy trinity of, of tabs right here that you have to have open. Um, I'm trying to find. It said somewhere he was on. He was training with some uh, okay. somebody. Well, what, why you, why There's you, so why, many stories in here we can talk While you search this, right? I, w- I want to bring something towards you that like really piqued my interest. All right, You have Kamal Miller back there, which I love Kamal Miller. I hate that he's on this crappy pink team. He's really good. I love Kamal yeah. Miller, right? But as they Miami announced their roster moves, LGP, we all remember LGP from Atlanta United, Oof. who's over at River Plate right now. His loan is over at River Plate. They have the option to buy, but this article says that Miami is in talks to bring him back. Could you imagine that would be very interesting. an LGP Kamal Miller back line? A lot of red cards. <laughs> in the MLS. Here it's, it is. It's a Colton but Tommy B re- re- redid it. Two-week oh. training stint with Stoke and Burnley. Uh, I mean, that's cool, I guess. I mean, DK went over like after the season was over. I mean, also, like, for- this yeah. is a good point. Alba is kind of the starter. That's true. So, yeah, uh, there's that. But think about it LGP coming, pairing with Kamal Miller. How are they going to afford all these people? <laughs> okay, look, we're, we're not like, even going to ask that question at this we, point. We do, have, we do have roster cap rules, at least at this point in the MLS. I mean, they're talking about getting rid of them, but 
Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that matters to anyone. Yeah, it's I mean, like, Alan, Alan could be out, but dude, it, look. To be fair, Kamal Miller, I think, is pretty cheap, and they're getting yeah. a lot of these guys like way cheaper than they maybe like should be, but they're still not like free, you know. <laughs> like, there's still rules. I, I mean, I guess, but look, you, you got to think the, the league is changing, and it was always going to change leading into the World Cup. Uh, Messi coming just kind of lit that fire under it, and look, it doesn't matter. Miami's going to do what they're going to do. They're going to bring pieces. Is Miami going to win? the mls cup next year though or no. are they no. gonna fall to heavy legs and they're gonna they're not gonna last the whole season no they're not gonna last the whole season really i, I don't think they are not even messi, um, messi messi can't do it for him i mean let's let's just see how the roster looks right because okay. it could it could be a unbelievable roster and like they could keep everybody add everybody and then it'd be like okay i mean this team's just way too deep it'd be like lafc a couple years ago right like they're just way too deep to like even fall off um but they do have to play champions league i'm correct in saying that i believe right yep because they won mm -hmm. leagues cup um so they have to go through champions league they have to go through the mls they have to go through losing half their players to um copa america in the summer for the entire summer and i don't think right. mls takes a break for that they take a break for the world cup but not for i don't believe copa america maybe the first like group stage of copa america but certainly not like messi is going to be in the probably the final or, or at least the semis of that um so you're already losing messi for a month um and he's going to be overworked um i just don't know in man. the summer like, there's so many there's so many just like ancient players on this team. It's not, it's not like these guys are 31. Like it's not like these guys are insigne. Right. And they're like maybe a step past their prime. These guys are like 38, 39, you know, like they are really old. Uh, I, I think it, it does come down to what they bring in, the pieces they bring in around them and how they handle and how they manage minutes. But look, it, it helps that they and have Tata Martino. Never Depth is never an a, an MLS thing. Like it's just not. It's going. It, it's it's, gonna, it's we're getting there. Do. We're getting there, but it's not like the teams that have to go through all the competitions always suck. What are you like? Kind of off topic, but not off topic. What do you think the realistic chances of there actually being a fourth EP next season is? Like realistically, I have like no how clue. Ask our boy Tommy B. Let's tweet at him right now. <laughs> live, live tweet Yo, at him. Hopefully, we Tommy get a B. <laughs> No, um, I don't know. And I don't know that it makes that big a difference to be hundred percent honest with you. Like adding a fourth DP is nice and it helps teams like Miami, right. That are gonna, that are gonna use it. Right. Um, but I don't even think, I don't, I think like 80% of the teams wouldn't even use it. I, I think I maybe there's like the LAFC, there's Miami, there's, I, I mean, who I else is really who else is I just really think like the pressures there needing too. roster space? Like the pressure is there too now because what whatever say what you will about Messi coming to the MLS, but now there is that pressure for every team to go, okay, Miami's doing this thing, they're spending big, they're taking all the line, like they're doing this and that. Every club right now is going to get left behind if they don't spend. And not only that, but their fan bases watching them not spend while everybody else is is going to also light a fire in the front office. I but think you, that like whether gotta, they want to you or gotta, not, they have to. 
you got to realize, though, that a lot of these teams don't have the money. Like, think about DC United. Like, they're, they, first off, they paid no expansion fee. The owners are not billionaires, right? They're like, they are they're now. rich, they're rich dudes. And yeah, they own an MLS franchise, but that's basically all they got. Like, it's not like they're, you know, Mark Cubans with like $6 billion just lying around. Um, and like the San Diego owner, I think is, is, uh, is a billionaire because he had to pay a billion dollar expansion fee or half a billion or whatever it was. Um, some of the newer ones like St. Louis has a bunch of money cause they had to pay huge expansion fees, but like, and this is a bad example because Arthur Blank owns the Falcons as well, but like Atlanta United paid like a hundred million dollar expansion fee. Like yeah. that's not, that's not like crazy. You're talking about that's your payroll every single year that you have to pay players like that's that's wild like that's not a one-time fee if you're talking about like all these different dudes it's like a lot of these teams don't have owners that can pay that much money so i think you're gonna see less like top end spend and i think this is what they should do honestly less top end spend like less on like a fourth dp for example and more of like raise the minimum like like gam- was a gam i think it is yeah i mean you, so there's gam and tam uh, which are similar, they're related. General oh, allocation money, oh, ta- no. targeted allocation money, um, and basically you can pay over the like. There's a hard limit of like 650k, I think, or it used to be. It might be like 700k now, but anybody over that, you got to pay like game or tam or whatever, or they're a DP. Um, so like, I think that limit going up would help a lot. Like having that be like a million, so that you could get guys, you know. You could get your Sergio Busquets. He'll pay for a mil- play for a million a year, but like you can't really do that without using a ton of gam and tam. Got so it, like, that's it. how I'm asking how they're affording all these guys because yes, they're not even if they're not a DP, there's still like a very hard limit of how much right. they can make. So on the um, table, raising on the table exactly. <laughs> um, raising okay. that level is i think what like really precipitates depth in the league and i think that's really the next step all right so Mark you're saying dp step. or not whatever that's cool but you're saying raise like the actual floor or the ceiling of what you could pay everybody else to yeah. increase the quality around the d- okay exactly Which, yeah that yeah. allows you to okay. go get actual quality defenders that aren't you know trash yeah. um, rising ties lifts all and and to to um i guess zm stars point um academies are also a big big way that that guys are getting into the league now and the mls can basically invest whatever they want into their academies um to get the best the best players and and that's a big deal and miami's done a really good job of that and they're pumping out some some good players um so i'm not saying that miami shouldn't be a playoff team like they absolutely probably should be like they should have realistically the same kind of expectations as Toronto. Like they're, they should be shooting to host a playoff game. Um, but I don't think it's going to be like a cakewalk and they're just going to roll everybody uh, the entire season. I, it's just not going to happen. That's welcome to America where you have to travel thousand miles pieces, to play man. every single game. You have Tata Martino with Messi in there and it's just, it's dangerous for every, it puts the whole league yeah. on notice. They don't care who's around. I don't think anybody's going to alone. Nobody's going to want to play them in the playoffs at a no, one-off game. No. It's, absolutely not. Look, I mean, biases aside, it, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I think Miami's going to be a lot of fun this year. It's going to be And can they keep watch. Drake Callender? Because he's big. He's big, did, big, big. Anybody big, in that, dude, nobody's leaving right now. You're, you're playing with Messi. It doesn't matter what you're, no. You're, you're putting everything on hold, and you're playing with Messi for the next two, three years. Come on. 
Let's be real. Nobody you wants to only out. get paid $100,000 a year. Hey, you know who doesn't get to play with Messi? Joseph Martinez. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Look, you, you want to know who else pumps out young players at, at a pretty, pretty nice rate? Uh, Chicago Fire. The Chicago Fire do. Once Chicago? Again, That's not where I thought we were going next. 10 wins, 14 okay. losses, 10 draws. About as middle of the meh that you can get. Kai yeah. Kamara is out again, searching I, for a new team on his quest I, to play for every team in MLS. <laughs> but they brought Tom Barlow in. Hey, if they keep if they keep adding new teams, he's gonna have to keep playing longer and longer to, to fulfill his his mission. You know, like he's like every year they're like, ah, damn it, they had another team. Now I gotta at play the, another year. At this point, I truly want Kai Kamara to play for every MLS team. At this point, he like, should on his last day he should be ceremonially traded around the league to every single team. And he should get to fly to their place and then put a jersey on it and be traded to the next team. Incredible. Incredible. Give him the Breck Shea treatment. Look, Mueller will be back next year. Hopefully. Won't get hurt again. They still got Shakiri. They got a lot of young people on this team. How are you feeling about the Chicago Fire going into the next year? How do you feel about this year? I feel like Chicago Fire just... Chicago Fire like the Chicago Bulls. They just keep churning around the middle of nothing and just going nowhere. And they're just stuck. And you what? always feel like there's hope, and there's never hope. There's so, so much hype behind their players all the time. And like, what is it? Uh, Jairo Torres, and what's the other young kid? Uh, I mean, Jairo Torres isn't that good, though. You know? But, but he was hyped up. Gutierrez is really good, actually. Gutierrez, I think that's the one I'm thinking about. He's actually pretty good. I'll give them but, that one. Isn't but most Navarro, of their, like, they're most of their like hyped, hyped guys aren't really that great. Slash are good in spurts, um, but aren't like consistent at all. Um, and that's a problem. Yes. When you're playing a full <laughs> season, that's a problem. Um, so like pieces on their own, like Tehran, like he can be good at times. Brady, he can he can be good at times. Uh, Navarro yeah. is is good when he's healthy. Shakiri hit or miss uh, sometimes. Gutierrez, mm, I think, is pretty good. The fact that Fabian Herbers is still in this team tells you a lot, though. Um, now, he, to his credit, he's like a Latif Blessing type of a guy where he can play everywhere, which gives him some value. Um, so I don't think he should be like off the roster, but he's not like a starting caliber player in this league anymore. Um, so, I mean, other than that, like, I'm just, I'm not excited about any of these guys. And Tom Barlow, I'm certainly not excited about, like, no, that, was, that was the most Chicago fire move of all time was to get Tom freaking Barlow. Like, why? All right. What does that <laughs> do for you? That's you like starting Shabilka with. Like, what does that do for you? Like, he, he sucks. He's terrible. It's like maybe one of the worst guys in the league. Like, all what right. are we doing? Would you rather Shabilko or Tom Barlow? I mean, I, I guess Tom Barlow, but like, that doesn't that doesn't mean that I like him or that I think he's good, you know? <laughs> he's just I don't know. Maybe I'm being too hard on him, but mm, I don't know. Don't, look don't look at me. look at my look at my man's scores here. I mean, to be yeah. fair, he plays like every game, I guess. I guess that's a plus. Um, not exactly good when he plays. He's got a negative average AA score. Um, so that's cool. Um, but it's it's okay because he scored five goals in the last year that that's what you want out of your cam slash striker right you want yeah, five goals but 
MLS veteran. He has the experience. He's been around for a little bit. Who cares? But no, honestly, bro, that's, like, that's what every team needs. Honestly, who cares? I mean, he's the, is that the argument one. Done? The one positive thing is he's American, so he doesn't take up an international spot. That's it. That's the one positive thing. I don't know how expensive he is. I don't know what his contract is. Um, but it's he he is dirt cheap, man. He's at least American, so I I guess you don't have to spend an international spot on him, which Ooh, lovely. Buddy. But yes, he is not good. I mean, what what, what are you going to do? I don't do, even right? know. To be fair, I don't even know if he'd be good in the USL. Wow, I, I don't even know like if he'd that. be good. On, yeah, and you honestly. watch a lot of USL. I do. That's kind of my job. Sometimes. Look, do you have any? So what? Chicago Fire is going to go out. Uh, Fire will not make the playoffs. No, unless they do something crazy. I mean, they they could like sign a bunch of guys, but they won't because they're not a well-run organization. Or they will, and then they just won't hit on them. Yeah, it'll be like a Shakiri type where it's like, oh, I kind of know that name a little bit. Like he played in some Champions League, and then he's like. Not actually like he wasn't actually good, and nobody really wanted him in the Champions League. It's like, well, I guess that's why. You know, you, you want to know who else nobody wants? Wayne Rooney at DC United. Oh God, this is gonna get Chris. Ugly. The DC United, ugly. the the Godfather of DC United himself, MLS card guy, notorious for being a DC United fan. You guys signed Ali McKay. You guys got a new GM. He was the assistant manager at Nashville for the last five years. That's a step in the right direction, right? Being as the front I office mean, has been. But we got the assistant from Atlanta, and she was terrible. Or at least didn't like nothing. Or didn't have the really money to do what she couldn't. Or do. didn't have the money. True. Very true. This is what I'm talking about. Like DC, especially DC, because I know that they have no money. Like they can't <laughs> really spend anything. So like, what are they going to do? Like, hey, let's go sign this player. Oh, yeah, we need money to do that. And actual real money and not Garber Bucks. Because um, I'm Garber sure Bucks. they have plenty of Garber Bucks, but that doesn't really help them when they literally don't have enough money to actually sign players. Um, I will say um, Akin Bomi, I think, is going to be really good. And I hope he just gets a lot of time, like a, a lot of development time. I think he's like 16, 15. Oh, he's 17 now. Um, just turned 17. Oh, there you he's go. gonna be he's gonna be so good. He is one game, so like that doesn't really matter. But like yes. he's he's gonna be so I he's gonna be really good. Not with the L15, he ain't. That's like the worst thing that could have happened to the one game that he played. Look, I, I don't care about the L15 because like 15 games from now, he's still probably not gonna be that good, but like eventually he's gonna get there. <laughs> Cleesh is good. I, I don't know. I, I honestly have not even looked at who they're keeping and who they're not keeping. But Cleesh is I, like a good piece. They don't even know, to be honest. Let's, yeah. let's be real. I, I, <laughs> why does that not surprise me? Um, QDPH is okay. Jackson Hopkins is okay. Your boy, Ruan. Eh. Huan. 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 Uh, Derek Williams was terrible at the LA Galaxy, and we paid a lot to get him and are paying him a lot. And he is like not even good now either andy nahar i know is gone because i just saw that today uh that nahar won't be back which is sad because like he Wasn't has their potential. best players yeah he has potential but he gets hurt so often mm. um don't love that yeah there's not a lot to like about this team 
let's be honest. They're going to be really hard-pressed to make the playoffs. Um, I literally, a like... bit of a miracle if they make the playoffs. And everything I have written down, I just have DC United. Oh, boy, Chris. Oh, <laughs> That's boy. all I have written down, because, uh, oh, boy, I don't... I don't... What do you... Uh... What do you say about DC United right now? Like the front office is in shambles. Rooney yes. left before yes. the season was even over, and he was just like, "Yeah, I'm out." Like deuces, like for the second time. <laughs> yes, he he figured out that he really, really doesn't like it. Even when he's in charge, he doesn't like it. Because didn't he leave the first time I going? Think... I don't like it here. My family doesn't like it here. Like this sucks. Yep. I'm leaving. That was the reason. And then he came back, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, what a hire!" And I was like, "I don't think he likes it, guys." <laughs> Like I, I don't, I don't believe it. I don't buy it. And he lasted like a half a season, and here we are again. Oh, man. And probably oh. going to get one of the worst coaches in the league because that's all we can afford, you know? Yeah, yeah. The no, great days of like DC it. are long over. Yeah, they are. Maybe one day. I don't know. All, maybe, all these. All... Maybe one day. Here, here's what could happen. Right, one day. Okay. All right, MLS is going to split into two divisions and do promotion relegation within the two oh, divisions. DC okay. will immediately go down because they're terrible. Mm, obviously, have to. And then Ryan Reynolds will figure out, oh, here's an investment opportunity by the club and then do a documentary style about them moving back up through the division. All right. That's well, a great I'm gonna, idea. I'm going to go ahead and say that NYCFC probably has a better chance of that happening, uh, being that they are in Citigroup. Uh, Tyus Magno, round three, third time's the charm. He's coming back. No, he's coming back. He's hey, coming back. Look, we found out last Don't week wait. you are a collector of this NYCFC team. So, give us the rundown. What are you looking at? Who are you looking at? What do they got to do to bring in around Tyus Magno to make it possible for Tyus Magno to do? Tyus Magno. They got to get a freaking striker, man. Like, don't play him at striker. Max Morales. Um, yeah, he's not a striker either. So don't bring him in. Um, yeah, Santi Rodriguez back. Love him. I hope he's back anyway. I don't know. I haven't looked at who's back and who's not back. Um, I think Morales is, is right gone, now. right? Morales yes. is gone. Should be. Um, Tiago Martins is back, right? As of right now, yes. Okay. Yes, he is. Yeah, he he's he's a decent piece back in the back. Um. I think they are going to have resources available to them. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that they are going to make some moves. And this roster is going to look very different by the time we get to next spring. You think so? And I, I think they're going to be a decent team again. Um, with them building the stadium in New York, like... Eventually. Eventually. I mean, it's not going to be quick, which is fine. Um, and being in Citigroup, I think this is eventually going to be one of the better one of the better teams in the MLS. Um so I'm still I I'm I'm just going to buy low. Buy buy the stock low cuz it can't get any lower. Yeah, can't get I feel the like DC level, you know. NYCFC is one of those teams that always kind of sticks around, right? They've never yeah. really had too many slumps in the MLS. Uh yeah, and it, it blows my mind that some of the talent that they don't always get isn't better because of the city group pipeline. Why why wouldn't Citigroup just literally the pipeline from what is it like South America? I think they have some stuff that like yeah, just run them all the way through and just Yokohama Marinos. They have a team in Japan. Exactly. Yeah, they have City. Do the baseball system, the little triple A, double A, have your little system, just like send them up and down, and then you just do your thing. 
that's not always the best for the actual like Red Bulls, New York Red Bulls. Like I feel like they've been hampered a little bit by being in the Red Bull system because they haven't really gotten anybody, but they've lost their best players to like the bigger teams. That's true. Um, yeah. Kind of the the one saving grace is that like I don't think Man City has another team in Europe that's like sort of lower than them. That's like they're obviously like winning the Champions League level like talent. Um, right. So like going from MLS to that is like a huge jump, right? Whereas um, Red Bull can go Red Bull Salzburg. They can go Red Bull Leipzig. Like they what got a, isn't Girona in City Group? Because that's why Tati went there, isn't it? Yeah, maybe they are. Maybe they huh. are. It's I think they have a team in Spain there? too. Maybe that's Girona. Think about. It. Oh no, no, that is Girona. Yeah. They have a team in Italy then. Maybe. maybe. Don't let them think about it. I don't know. But regardless, no. maybe they can get Tati Cassianos back. That'd be huge. I. It has know, not worked out for him. So. But he banned you know, four against Real Madrid. And I saw him play in the Champions League, and they called him Valentin Castellanos, and I was like, he needs to come back because his name is not Valentin. <laughs> That's it. Bring him back. Yeah. That's it. You're I, not if I saw like that broadcast, I'd be like, nope, going back. My name's Tati. Listen, uh, it, it is what it is. I won't respect NYCFC until they don't play in a baseball stadium. Yes. Because you know what? You, my they favorite will part play is in a non-baseball stadium. Yeah, I'll believe when I see it. But and the best Pep, part about Pep it is Guardiola will retire to NYCFC. Okay, not you. You're drunk, sir. Please go home. Love I love what NYCFC doesn't play at Yankee Stadium. So they're like, oh, we got to play off-site somewhere else. So they just move them to a different <laughs> baseball stadium. Let's play Instead of up. putting Let's them like them on up. a soccer field, they're like, you know what? Oh, you can't play at your baseball stadium? Come borrow this other baseball stadium. There are no baseball. Love that. There are no soccer pitches in New York. None. Zero. <laughs> you know who's going to love that? Everybody. Everybody's going to love that. It's a small pitch. What could it go wrong? Yes. I don't know. NYCFC, uh, they're kind of bitter rivals, so I don't really pay much so attention. So I think, I feel like you should talk about Orlando. Because I uh, I have to uh, go get some groceries. <sighs> talk about Orlando, and then I'll come back and make fun of you. This guy's going to make me do it. All right. All right, look, we're here. If you're going to get it, this guy this guy ordered groceries in the middle of a show and has to go bring them inside. Look, you guys want to talk about Orlando City? All right. Chris, you're going to have to come back and listen to this at some point. This is what went down, okay? It was awful. I am so upset. I am incredibly upset. It didn't go the way we wanted to. Atlanta United had one job. They had one job. You guys had one job. All we wanted was to not play Columbus in the playoffs. And what did we do? We got Columbus. We did okay. We held them, right? We held them full time, 0-0. We did our job. Poppy ball special. Sit back. Don't play attacking. We look terrible. And, you know, they got the best of us in extra time. When Orlando decided they did want to score, we uh, put ourselves out there and it bit us in the butt. And uh, we got bossed around the midfield. Aiden Morris bossed our defensive midfielders around. We missed all our chances. Angulo, too many touches in front of the box. Can't score the dang ball. Ojeda, nice look, tough shot. That was the one time that we had the chance to uh, win the game. We, uh, we crashed out. We crashed out hard. We peaked too early before the beginning of the season. And guess what? Guess what? Now that Chris is back, I could blame it on the fact that we waited three weeks for that game to happen, and that's why we lost. That is why we lost. Or we lost. you could blame it on the fact that I called it and Columbus is better. Just saying. 
Dude, Columbus has Diego Rossi and Cucho. What are you going to do? They're too good. Yeah. They're going to beat well, Cincy, too. Yeah. Oh, dude. Talk about Cincy. Cincy's in game. trouble. That's going to be a great game. Uh, I think they're going to win. Yeah, no, we just we we got outplayed on the night. We we really did. Columbus did what they had to do. Um, Columbus took it at us. Schlegel was always going to Schlegel. Honestly, once Schlegel got that yellow card early, I was like, "That's it. He's getting sent off." Oh, <laughs> like, I did too. <laughs> it, was, it was immediate. It was, it was like, like "Oh, is, that's not good." <laughs> this is one of those Thanos memes. I am inevitable. <laughs> what do you think about uh, what do you think about this report from our our good friend Tommy B. Tommy Scoops? I mean, it was known in the earlier in the year that uh, what is it, Anderlecht? I think was looking at him. There was people at the game looking at him. Good, maybe that's why he, maybe that's why he played a stinker. He didn't want to leave yet, and uh, he was like, "Well, if I play good, then they'll sell me for sure." So uh, he wanted to stay home in Orlando true. for a little bit. Um, it's true. I don't know, man. I, re- I really, do- I really. Antonio Carlos is gone. Yep. Mauricio Pereira is gone. Yep. Oscar Pereira. Maybe mm, I think I say run it back. Look, you can go back. There's receipts on this show. I said I wasn't poppy out. The only way I'll be poppy out. Two things had to happen. We crashed out of open cup and we crashed out of leaks cup. We crashed out of open cup. That we was like both of those things. We didn't crash out of leaks cup. Okay. All right. Because Did you win leaks cup. No, but we didn't crash out of it. We got out of the groups and we took it to Messi. And the rest lost us that game. We didn't lose ourselves. So I'm okay with it. And we fought back and we left that and then just like literally took the league by storm. So I am what about um, running back? What about Facundo Torres? You gonna stick around? I wanna say we sell him. I think so I, too. I think there's I think there's a chance he stays. But I'm more in the camp that we sell him. It doesn't make sense to have Ojeda sitting on the bench. Clearly they can't play together. We have Ojeda lined up. Ojeda looks like he'll be just fine. Uh, if it's Faku's time to go, it's his time to go. If not, I mean, cool. <laughs> we only played with one DP this year anyway, so, like, what's the difference? Uh, yeah, he he's most likely gone. The offers are there. I don't know if they just move on him and then just continue to build on what we got. And Gulo, I mean, there's the option to buy. Eh. Do you... Did you like Angulo? Do you think Angulo's good? Or does he just like very Kevin Cabral like? <laughs> First of all, don't compare my man to Kevin Cabral. Second of all, I'm asking the question, you know? I do think he's I do think he's good. Uh he is just very indecisive in front of the box, takes too many touches, takes too many bad touches. Uh doesn't just sh- shoot the ball when he should uh just kind of makes his his decision making in the final third is just horrendous and it's awful but he makes the right runs he stays on side he gets where he needs to be um and it's not even because when he is on target like they go in his like his shot is actually nice it's his decision making leading to him taking the shot that's not so nice <laughs> but then we have gaston gonzalez behind him which like showed flashes too but he never really got the chance to shine yeah but but Gaston's more of a run up the, and like put in those early crosses, uh, which Angulo is more like cut inside and do your thing in the box. Where Gaston's like, so and He's a winger, yeah. yeah. And once we got rid of Cara, like there was really no use for Gaston to do that. So it's, yeah, 
it's it'll be interesting look it was a great season overall orlando city incredible incredible season it was the best season we ever had it was the ride of my life it started off terrible it ended great uh this was our chance to win a cup and i don't think we'll get close anytime soon what's the uh what's the expectation for next year uh home playoff yeah yeah i think i don't think so i i'm dead serious i say run it back bring in some newer pieces Maybe try another number nine DP, and I uh, I want a ten. I want. I've I've well, been out on Pereira since last year. I guess Torres uh, is kind of more of a wing, but he has he, that like hold the ball type of a ten sort of a ten role. You know, I think it could work. There was a lot of times this season where they did go to Faku as the ten, and then had kind of Ojeda and Angulo running around him, and that did work. But the thing is that all three of them have the tendency to take up the same space. Right. And that's where it doesn't work. Or you it's need like wingers at that point. Yes. You yeah. need actual wingers that they all like to cut in, which, right. Which is why it never worked and why they could never really play it. Cause they just clog the middle and then just nothing's getting done on the overlaps. Cause then we're just exposed. Nobody's happy. Everyone's pointing at their feet and the ball's going the other way. Good old poppy Pareja ball. Yeah. I, I, to be fair, I think, I think expectations should be more like playoffs, not host a playoff. I think like you think so? five to five to six, five to seven, somewhere in that neighborhood. That's because we, we Columbus will... is going to be dirty. Miami's going to be probably pretty good. Um, I think Toronto's going to be back. Since he's going to be a force, Philly is going to have a lot of roster turnover, but they, they could all they're going to regress. I don't think they they are going to regress to some degree. But Jim Curtin's also really good. So if there's well, someone well, who can well. outperform their talent, it's Philly. Let's talk about it, though, because it was clear that without what's-his-face, him who should not be named because the season's over now anyway. <laughs> without him, their like whole play style and their whole like everything just non-existent. And their defense isn't what is it? Is it God's dog that's almost out too? I think because Bedoya doesn't um, really do much. Like he wasn't really playing anyway. Bedoya leaving doesn't really matter anyway. Yeah, Bedoya is, is fine. He's more or less depth at this point. Um, Carranza being gone could open up Quinn Sullivan a little bit more. Right. Um, and that's the thing. Like they've got some of these pieces that are gonna plug and play into the starting lineup. And it's like, well, are they really gonna be that much worse? Like. Yes, Kai Wagner's gone, but like Harriel and Baisel are two pretty darn good fullbacks, you know? Um, like Blake didn't have a great season, but he's still no. Andre Blake. Um, I mean, Jack McGlynn is only getting better and better. But if is he still going to be here? On, they can hold on to him. Um, I mean, they've, they've, they've got like, they've got some pieces that are really not bad. And yes, they're going to lose some stuff, but they've lost stuff before and replaced it. Um, so to some degree, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt until they prove that they can't replace it. I mean, Philly is always, always going. My thing with Philly is that like it's not it's not just that like they won't be good because yes, they have pieces in. They've been slotting in and out all season. They have and they can get it done on the pitch. My thing is their consistency, like their floor, their high floor is no longer that high floor, and that's going to keep them from being a home team kind of favorite by the end of the season. Where that consists their ability to pull games out, hold on to leads, like do it when it matters. A lot of those players, the older ones, are kind of moving on their match winners. They're going to have a lot of younger guys 
may not have the execution but, to like really get it done the way they do now. They're going to supplement those guys that move on. They're getting something for a lot of them. So like that's fine. They're going to supplement this roster. It's not it going gonna to work. Be, it's not going to just be these guys. And like Philly yeah. has proven over and over again that they can bring in really talented guys. Remember Julian Carranza was at Miami before this, and he sucked. Like they they've brought Ure out of God knows where. I don't even remember where he was playing before. He yeah, was somewhere in Europe. But it's not like he was from a big team or this really hyped player. Um, Kai Wagner was at some German club. He wasn't like super hyped or anything like that. Like Jose um, Martinez. Even, even like Jack Elliott Glesnes were like the replacements for McKenzie who went off to Europe. And Aronson went off to Europe. And like all these guys left. And it was like, well, we're still just like great. Like who cares? Because <laughs> we have Jim freaking Curtin and he's a, he's a god of coaching. Um, and they have a front office that gets him the right pieces. So, like, that's the kind of thing, like, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt until, I mean, and it, they could always have a bad season. Like, everybody has bad seasons, you know? Um, but until they prove that they don't deserve the respect, I'm going to give them the respect, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not going to say that they shouldn't make the playoffs next year because I think they should make the playoffs next year. Even yeah, given, see why not. Even given all the turnover that they should have. And like that three four fighting for home playoff type of a type of a spot, I don't think is out of the question. Okay, well, fair. Uh, I'll, I'll give it to you. Problem is, there's Curtin. a bunch of teams like that. Okay, so what if Jim Curtin leaves? What if he goes and coaches if the national Jim team? Leaves, then we're then we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I take I take maybe it all back. Maybe they'll get Pat Noonan back from Cincy or something. I don't know, oh, but man. yeah, I'm I'm a big believer in coaching, and like Jim Curtin has proven. Not only that he can develop um, Pat Noonan into a, a, a pretty darn good coach over in Cincinnati as well, um, and that's the same model. Like that's the the since he is Philly, like they're they're the same mindset and like they're the same like management theories. So like, yeah, he's he's the OG. Like, you don't don't doubt my man. And and hey, let's be real. You know dang well that Philly has some kids in the pipeline that we don't know yet. They're just like I mean, itching, someone, itching someone for a spot. Tommy, Tommy Bogart about Caven Sullivan, and like he's really young, and he's probably still a couple years away. But like he's probably going to end up being pretty good. Like even if they have one bad year, like the next year is probably going to be just fine. So I'm sure that, I'm sure there's another Aronson in the pipeline too. Probably, huh? I, I guarantee it. There's another Aronson somewhere in that fit in that Philly uh, academy. That's what we always thought about Dallas. Now Dallas is, hasn't pumped out like a really good prospect in a couple of years. So, yeah, you know, these things come and go. How do you feel about the uh, Montreal Impact? Wait, who is that? <laughs> the better name. I know, I know Club de Foot Montreal. No, no. Okay. But I don't. What's, a, what's an impact? What, what do you mean? They're impacting the game of soccer through the lives of people in Canada. That's what is what soccer? Doing. I know Club de Foot. What is this soccer thing? Um, hey, Montreal. Montreal, baby. Yikes. They kind of looked good. They got rid of Nance, and now look at what Nance is doing. Saputo yeah. can't keep nobody. They just they play coach roulette because yeah. I, I don't for, for whatever reason, I don't know why. But they um, made some they made some moves. They're not quite there yet. Apoku is really fun. Apoku is pretty good. I don't know if he can do it by himself. I think Campbell can be like pretty good. Waterman is actually super underrated, to be fair. Like no one ever talks about Joel Waterman. 
but like he came from like the Canadian Premier League or something, and he's just like he dominates all the time. Um, I don't know. There's just not much else. Herrera, like, boy, did Aaron Herrera underperform this year. Dude, you loved oh, Aaron Herrera, boy. He was so good at RSL, and he was going into that Julian Gressel role in Lasada's system, and boy, did he suck at it. Um, I mean, he did have an injury swath here, but, like, he wasn't even the starter for half the season. And even when he was the starter, he wasn't, like, performing. I mean, a 46-3 isn't terrible, I guess, but only two assists, man. Like, come on. What are we doing? Um, and like you look at his time at RSL, and he was a freaking monster over here. So you remember going into the season, we were like, Aaron Herrera, Mason Toy. Yeah, Carolina Mason Toy is another great. one. They got Bryce Duke now. Yeah, Bryce Duke's right. good. Yeah, yeah. Betcha he betcha he's upset he's not in Miami anymore. Yikes. Well, he got traded after the messy thing, right? No, he got he traded before. Oh, I guess I guess they traded him to like make room for. Yeah, they they traded him because they knew Messi the, was coming. All all the people coming. <laughs> Can you imagine you're like you got traded? You have no idea why, and you are like, "Oh, Messi's you're, going to." Oh, you're on, you're on the worst team in the MLS, and you get traded to a team that's in playoff contention. You're like, "Oh yeah, that's awesome," and then that team gets messy. Like, oh man, what a roller coaster of emotions. Do you? I mean, do you think with the right moves, the right pieces, Montreal has any fighting chance next year, or you think they're still another year away after being gutted? Do they basically? have a chance if they make the right moves? Yes. Are they going to make the right moves? No. Um, yes. Remember, remember how we said coaching matters. Montreal doesn't believe that. Montreal believes in having somebody. I mean, I could probably apply to be the coach there at this point. Um, and yeah. I don't think it's going to work out very well for them. And just going to keep rolling through people. And like the, the roster is not actually that bad to be fair, but I just There's have pieces. no faith. I have no faith that they're going to like put it all together. Just, just how I said, like Philly has earned respect. And until they lose that respect, they're going to have it. Montreal has earned the disrespect. And until they earn <laughs> their way back into the light, they're gonna like i think they've only made like two playoffs in their entire history and i think they lost to toronto both times something like that something like that sounds about and they've been at teams since like 2012 it's not like it's not like the the uh you know newer teams oh man shout out from our guy bob flynn what's up bobby hey oh came in at a perfect time you know why we're gonna bring past my guys came at the perfect time because we are gonna bring up the Charlotte FC for the oh, crown, baby. Man. Sir Minty crown. himself. Latancio out. Swiderski maybe out. Probably more, more likely than not. But Charlotte out of nowhere with a bunch of young talent coming through the ranks. Shout out also Trip and B, which I'm sure we'll have him on at some point to do some Charlotte deep dive. But Patrick, Ajiman, Kerwin, Vargas, Melanda on the back line. There are some fun little young pieces coming through the pipeline at Charlotte FC. Chris, without making tripping too mad, how do you feel about Charlotte FC? I mean, Kerwin Vargas isn't bad. I like Kerwin Vargas. Dude. What what else do they have again? Exactly. Patrick Ajiman, dude, he's a fun little player. I don't know how much like, you watch Charlotte. Uh, I mean, I Melanda on the back line. Christian Kalina was the kind of the goat. Kind of the goat. Kalina? Yes. Kalina came in clutch a lot of times this season. Kalina, I don't know how. Not, I don't know where. I played 
I played him uncomfortably many times, and he always came through. He always came through. Bob Flynn agrees. Big Pat is a boss. Like, look, look at you. this top minutes played, right? Kalina, eh, okay. Privet, I don't even know who that is. Melanda, he's okay. Westwood was is is okay. Bronico has his moments, and like, if in the right spot, he's okay. Like, but the, like, we're talking about a league with like Messi, Busquets, Suarez, and then you're gonna throw at me like Nathan Byrne and Brant Bronico and Ben Bender. Oh my God, Ben Bender, he's back on the Ben Bender train. Oh, he never man. left it, baby. He never left. He he had 475 minutes this year. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, he did get hurt at the end. He, he oh look at We're that, holding. he started and got zero AA the entire time he started. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a big, big, big uh, Benny Bender guy. Uh, even though he had an incredible first game or, or whatever debut, whatever it was. Realistically, though, Charlotte wasn't too far off. I don't. Like Charlotte, you watch Charlotte, and, and you're I like, man, don't know how. Like, but I it feel wasn't like they like, overperformed so hard. I feel like it wasn't good and it wasn't bad. It was just like you guys are there. Yes, you'll figure it out eventually. You'll get there. This it reminds me a lot of a team from like 2015, where it's like they're all like solid players, but like you don't know who any of them are. You know? Yep. Like none of them stand out, and they're like, oh my god, this is like one of the best teams ever. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't you're, have, you're not a believer. Just like Montreal, right? Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Make the playoffs, earn some respect, and then I'll be on board till I see it. I like, it, it's one of those, like, could they make the right moves and be decent? Yeah, probably. Like, Anybody they can. probably have enough, like, you know, they probably have enough, like, oomph to the roster if they add a, a bunch of pieces. Don't um, games like that. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'll be proven wrong. I was wrong on St. Louis, but I was also right on Charlotte the first year. So that's fair. Look, Charlotte, they're they're a fine up and coming team. I mean, the They'll eight nine game is not the playoffs. Okay, Flynn. The eight nine game, that's you were like ninth, right? Or eighth, maybe. I don't know. That's not a playoff spot. Okay, you have to actually win to make the playoffs. If you didn't play a best of three, you weren't in the playoff. All right, listen. And you weren't even particularly close in the one game either. I don't care where you're listening, what you're, how you're watching, whatever it is. Comment wherever you're listening to. Let us know, is the play-in game, in whatever sport it is, the makeup, the wild card, is that considered a playoff game? Yes or no? Let us know. I don't well, it depends. It depends on the it's sport. You're playing like, into the get into the playoffs. M- MLB, the wild card is like a spot because like you're actually in the playoff bracket at that point. Whereas mm-hmm. this was a play-in game. Like think about the NCAA tournament in March Madness. Like the first four, that's play-in. You're not in the tournament yet. Like you have so to is the play NBA your way play- in. Is that a play-in or a playoff? I think they're play-ins. What they're all play-ins. Wild was cards it, included. It was, it was the same one, right? Eight, nine, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, then it's not. It's not a playoff. You can't be the eight seed. Know. You can't be the eight seed and make the playoffs and host a game. Like that's not how this works. You didn't make the playoffs at that point. You're hosting the play-in game. Oh, oh man. You know who did get to host a playoff game though? 
because of this new format was the New York <laughs> Red Bulls. <laughs> they almost won a playoff game. Now, too. here's a team that deserved a playoff spot. <laughs> Did they? Listen, the New York Red Bulls they, have been. I don't know what they're going to do now that they got rid of Tom Barlow. Like, that was it. Now, That's true. There goes the offense. Just, <laughs> oh, there goes their fudge. offense. Uh, fudge is nuggets. We're going to have to play Kyle Duncan now. Is uh, John Tolkien going to be here next year? Is, no. is the question of the night. I say like 0.1% chance. Like, why would he stay at this point? He has literally nothing to prove. And he is like the only offense they have. I mean, Edelman is actually a decent young player. I like he's Edelman. He's like a CDM, man. Like, he doesn't, he can't create, like, he's not an attacking mid. The peak um, scores Luke, aren't there, is what I think. Lucanius actually has some moments where I'm like, that guy could be decent. He's a bum. Everybody else on their roster is terrible. Well, Surgeon Goma could be good eventually. Everybody else is terrible. I don't, don't mind Omir Fernandez, man. Omir Fernandez had kind nope. of a good season. Nope. Don't uh... buy any of them. None of Come them. Come on. None of them? You are you are down bad on this Red Bulls team, huh? None of them. He had a nice summer. Oh, me Fernandez had a nice summer. AA. I don't care. Look he at all the green scores. Like two games, man. That's summer, baby. That's it. That's all we got. <laughs> summer was like two games. I was I won things for like July two weeks. Fourth weekend, and that was basically it. I literally won rewards for like two weeks, and they were like, ha, jokes on you, Europe's back. Like, oh, okay. All right, I guess. Yeah, summer That's... was kind of kind of short this year. It felt like it, this it, is this is what I expect though from from Amir Fernandez. This is normal, I think. Look, man. Hey, look. It's the MLS. I've never seen right? him be like. It's very hard to get consistent high scores, right? Look at they this. get like one per team, if that. Does this look like a good player to you? Yes, uh, two good games back to back. Two out of three mode. good games right there. Cap mode. Use a bit cap mode. He doesn't score enough goals for cap mode. I mean, we're talking over 100 games. You only scored 20 goals. That's not enough for Capital. I'm a less negative guy. Come at me always. Against the Red Bulls? Oh, yeah. Dude, why are you so... I can, I can why never... Are you so, all right. DC and the Red Bulls are rivals, man. Like, come on. Uh, what are we talking okay. about here? Uh, okay. The only good Red Bull of all time is Aaron Long. Dax McCarty. Uh, Tyler Adams. Other than that, everybody else has been terrible. Thierry Henry. Yes, but he was... <laughs> He was good in Europe, though. Sasha Kleshin. Like, he wasn't good because of the Red Bulls. Sasha Kleshin. Uh, I don't know if Sasha Kleshin was that good, to be fair. Oh, um, man. Talk about yeah, the old school no. glory days. I, I, I don't like the Red Bulls at all. Are, are the Red Bulls ever going to come back? Um, no, I hope not. I hope they stay dead and buried. Okay, under, what about Carlos Under a Cornell, burning then? bridge. Cornell's Are we not on bad, the Cornell train. Yeah. Cornell's you like Cornell? Yeah. I could see if Tolkien does stay, I could see a Cornell Tolkien. Little, little, uh, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We might get burned. I feel like at the beginning of this past season, we were all like, oh, Tolkien's gone. Got to let him go. No, True. no Tolkien. And then yep. all of a sudden, I bought one week one because I was like, he's still here. Yep. Come, come the end of the it year. It was like one uh, of the very few things I bought at the preseason. It's well, like, oh my he's God. Still here. He is still here, but is Tiago Amada still going to be here at Atlanta United? Uh, is Miles uh, Robinson still going to be here he's at Atlanta not. United? He is not. He's leaving for sure. Is Brad Guzan yes. still going to be at Atlanta United? Because I just year? got a Guzzi. That's why. He's coming back. <laughs> Guzzi's coming back. 
I don't know. I feel like this team could be good. This is another I... one of those teams. This is another one of those teams that has like that talent that like has to prove it, you know? Don't tell anybody, but I think Atlanta United next year is going to be super dangerous. And I'm not. So, but excited. you think that every year, though. That's no, that's I don't. Point. No, I am normally like really down with Atlanta. Yeah, especially the past couple of years. Listen, interesting. I Big unwillingly Wolf watch thing, Atlanta huh? way too much, you know, for reasons, obviously. And these past couple of years have been really nice to know that, like, there is nothing to worry about when it came to Atlanta. Now, it's like, hmm, things are going to get a little spicy again. I feel like the rivalry is going to cook good. up again. It's going to get a little spicy. Shande Silva, whose loan is expired, but they're in talks. It's not official, but he's there. You had Saba. You had Tristan Mayumba. You have Yakimakis and Almada for maybe at least half a season. And Caleb Wally. And Brooks Lennon. Brooks Lennon's coming back. Like, this team like, is kind of fun. If Guzan cannot trip and tear his ACL next year, they'd be pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of think Atlanta should be good, like most years. Like, the talent that they have is generally pretty good. Uh, and they continue to just, like, underperform expectations. So they're – I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they finished in the top four and got a home playoff game. But – I'm not going to pick them to because uh, they have to prove it first. I, I mean, I, I mean, I'll, ne- I'll never pick them to do good, but my eyes. no. And, and like, even, even if Almada stays till the summer, he could get them in a really good spot to where, yeah, if they kind of fell off a little bit and kind of crawled into the playoffs, they could still maybe do something, but this team's going to be fun, man. I really think it is. It's going to be one of those things where they had, they started off the year rough. They kind of got it together. They made some moves. They started to look nice. Sure, it kind of fell off, whatever. But get them together for a whole offseason, a whole preseason, do this whole thing, work in the system and in their brains. Bloody. If this here's, team here's starts clicking. Here's the question, though. How do you replace Miles Robinson? He is not that expensive. He's American, so he doesn't take up an international spot. Like He, he is very much like irreplaceable at that talent level. Um, so how do they do that without – blowing up the roster i don't think it matters too much because he he missed a bunch because of injury anyway even when Correct. he did come and they back, weren't good and he wasn't that great when he came back either it wasn't towards the end of the season that he started to be okay but dude right when he came I mean, back he wasn't all that great either he came back and he was pretty good for like i mean he was at the at the gold cup and then he came back and then he was like he was pretty decent there for a few games a few. He was he wasn't great in this in this area in May. Sure. Look, is it is it going to be a hit but, for them? Like, lead, is it going to be a hit as in losing a leader on the back line? Yes. Defensively, are they going to struggle? Kind of getting that back, especially with whether it's Guzan or another keeper. Anyway, like they're defensively, they're going to be really shaky. But it's going to be one of those things where so was Columbus at the beginning of the season. They figured it out after League's Cup how to get their defense a little bit better. Schulte stood on his head the other day. Has Columbus figured it out? Schulte, it's, it's, Schulte it's better than it was. three good saves. Man. Okay, but it's better than it was. Like, leading leading into League's Cup, uh, it was looking rough. They got a little solid at the back, right? And they figured it out. Look, Atlanta, are there going to be defensive woes at the beginning of the season of Miles is gone? Yes. Do I think it'll be enough to be like, oh, this team is bad or they're in trouble? I don't think so. 
I think they'll be fine. But you know, you know, Columbus wasn't like they were like five or six for most of the year and just made a good run towards the end. Yeah, but you I'm know? saying they're they're gonna have the attack to get them through games, whether the defense the defense is shaky or not. That's basically what I'm saying. But that your attack have... is not consistent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So this is right like Columbus, now. Right? This right is Columbus. now. This is Columbus, right? Who of these defenders are you actually like afraid of or like actually think is pretty good? Rudy. I mean, even Camacho's not like Camacho's a dog. Great. He's a he's okay. He's a dog. He's just he's a solid player. That's the only one. But like none of these other guys are any good. If they had any resemblance of a defense, this is the di- difference between Cincy yeah. and Columbus. And they're about to win MLS Cup. Exactly. That's proving the point. Well, that Alba- it's that because even if Atlanta loses defensively a little bit, it doesn't mean that they can't just go off. It's because they're hot and because they have Cucho and Diego Rossi and Nagby and Aiden Morris and Julian Gressel. And it's like they have so many they weapons. They don't even use Gressel. They don't use Gressel that much, but they still have him. They still have him if they need him. As a favor. He's not going to be there next I year. I mean, either. even Matan is, is really not bad going for it. But like Nagby, I, like who on Atlanta is as good as Nagby and Morris in the midfield? They don't have anywhere near this good. Cucho mm. and Fair. Rossi Fair. are are very similar to Almada and Yakimakis. Like you're you're downgrading at well midfield. better way. Well, Columbus is way better than Yakimakis. Yakimakis doesn't stand anywhere near Rossi or Cucho. That's it. I don't know. That's a debate. That's a debate. You're, uh, yeah. I, I, I think I'd probably take Rossi Cucho, but like not by a lot, you know? Really? Yakamaka Salamada is really damn good. Really? No, I, I yeah. really think, I don't think, I don't even think it's close. I think Diego Rossi and Cucho together are way better than Tiago and Yakamaka's. I don't know I'm going. actually really, I'm actually kind of shocked you feel that way, to be honest. I am shooketh, good sir. I'm shooketh. I, uh, you scored 20 goals this year. Who? Yakamakis. Yeah, that's fine. You yeah. scored from Greece? What? He didn't, he didn't start playing. He didn't play the first four games, roughly. And he had some injury woes for he, sure. He had he missed a few games. He subbed a few games. Like we got all these sub appearances and missed games. And listen, man, I'm gonna pull up the receipts from a few had, like I'm gonna pull up the receipts from a few goals. weeks ago when I was like, oh, what about Gigi? And you were like, I don't 19, think he's that good. 19. Now you're like, oh, Gigi's great. He's better than Cucho and Rossi. I didn't say better. Brother. No, no, brother. <laughs> I said the two of them together are close. Okay. I still think I'd take Cucho, but I think it's I think it's like a thought. Like I have to think about it. All right, you know, you know what? Maybe maybe we'll do a little deeper dive. We'll get some polls. We'll get some people's opinions in here, and uh, we'll we'll make a graphic. That's what we'll do. Graphics. Dun, dun, dun. All right, we got two teams left. We got Nashville. Ew. SC. Rest in peace. Dax McCarty, gone. Bye-bye. Fafa Pico, bye-bye. Gone. But as of right now, Chris, as of right now, the people have been wondering, the people have been asking, we now have our answer. 
Joe, Joe Willis is back. still on this roster, baby. He's back, baby. Move over, Pinocchio. Not Honestly, this time. Dax McCarthy, uh, Fafa Pico. This is going to be like, really, really harsh. Oh, no. It's kind of addition by subtraction. They kind of get better when they lose those two guys. Because they have Schaffelberg and Sean Davis. Yes. Um, is it Schaffelberg season? Is the real question. Congrats. No, well, sower wise, no, because I don't uh, think he's good sower wise. He he basically has to score goals, and I I don't think he's gonna score like 15, 20 goals. I think he's like a seven to eight kind of goal guy, even if he starts the whole game. Sean Davis, on the other hand, very good player. Love Sean Davis. Um, puts up consistent like mid fifties all the time. It's it's incredible, and he can um, score goals and assist too. So you get rid of McCarthy, you get rid of Fafa Picol, and I think that gives you like more resources to go out and get some stuff. And they still haven't found like how how good was Surge this year? Did he work at all? Uh, he no, not yet. No, no, yes and no. Okay, he had like a few. He had goals and sub appearances at the beginning, and then nothing. So Surge. I think it, he suffered from the Nashville system uh, where yeah. he wasn't the greatest on like counterattacks and breakaways. Uh, but when you did have them control the ball a little bit and then play around the box, uh, it did look better. He did look dangerous. He also had a lot of like big chances in this. Right. Uh, could have been some woes at the beginning, getting adjusted with the league. It could, I mean, he showed flashes. It looked nice at some points. Uh, could be nice next year. Uh, the question is still up in the air. Uh, I mean, I, I'm always one to give guys like six months to get adjusted to the league and see what happens in the second year. Um, Cause like think about um, who was it? Who was it that had a monster like second half and then went crazy from someone from Austin. I don't remember so, somebody, one of the, one of the transfers that they had um, was like, okay. Was it Drew Ucy? No, no, he was like he started. He was like pretty good for the first six months, and then like they were like second in the league in the second year. Let me see where he started. I don't know. It, it's it's the David Goss theory, right? It, it it is shout out extra time, you know. It's one of those things where hey, you got to give these guys some time to adjust, adjust to the league, do their thing, and then go from there. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that's look, it's regardless not- of Sam Surridge is going to be one of those. Buy low in the offseason because it could pay off. Yeah. Um, and you'd kind of rather be on that train than be sad that you missed it, is kind of the way I see it. Because if Nashville does do the right things, changes some things, because obviously the Nashville, th- it just ain't working anymore. All right. They got hot during Lease Cup. They had a run. They were like, wow, look at Nashville. And then we just never saw that Nashville again. It's the double edged um, sword. When Mukhtar takes over, they're unstoppable because mm-hmm. he is the offense and everybody else can play defense. Um, it's like the reverse Messi. Like he, he, well, I guess it is, it is the Messi. Yeah. Messi just takes over the game. He, he's kind of mini Messi. Messi um, just does it more. He, he does it more and more consistently. Um, although Mukhtar is pretty darn consistent to be yeah. fair for this league. I mean, that um, final was fun. But like nobody is going to be on all the time, even Messi. So. Um, if that is your entire game plan and one player is your entire offense, you are going to have some some struggles. Hey, if, if 
if you if you want my uh my my shout out for one of next seasons like forward wise uh i think sam surge it's one of those get on the boat while you can spot. while it's cheap uh because if it does work out dang, he's gonna be scoring goals if it doesn't work out well he got in cheap and they, they don't always work what about honey moves are listen man i love honey i want i want honey to play in orlando so bad can we just can we just sign honey as a dp can we can we steal a dp dp for dp come on now nah. would you trade him for faku Oh, you yeah, know, fuck yeah. In heartbeat. Even though Moon sure. 28 and you'll never get anything out of him selling him last. Yeah, it's fine. Totally, dude, totally worth fuck it. It's fine. If, totally we had, fine. if we had, well, I mean, it's hard to tell because Faku is where a lot of our production comes from. But if we stopped in Mukhtar for Faku when Mukhtar is on, we would, we'd be winning the cup right now. Maybe. <laughs> in theory. I don't know. We're all seeing Pucho, baby. Man, we, 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 we've seen Nashville. Uh, we've seen Nashville be good. They can be good. Uh, they will be good. Uh, they just need to make some pieces and uh, get some honey, get honey some help, and maybe they'll be better. I do have a quick question about uh, Nashville, though. Gonna pull from the deep, deep, deep well for this one. Ethan Zubak has been let go by another team. He's a forward that's been floating around for the MLS for a while. No. Do you think he no, lands no, no, anywhere no. in the MLS? No. No, he's bad. Oh, you mean does he land it? I thought you were going to ask if he would be good at Nashville. No, no, he um, he already got let go. But I didn't even know he was in Nashville until I looked at the report, and he no. got let go again. Ethan I mean, Zubak, I don't, I don't know. He's been floating around. He had a stint at what is it, LA Galaxy before this. Yeah, I think he was at LA Galaxy. Like he's he's been. Floating I mean, my around. man's twenty five, and he doesn't play like ever. Like he's good enough to be on the bench of team, so there's something there. It just yeah. takes the right person to develop him. I don't. It's kind of. I a think you're stretching. I'm stretching. You're stretching here. That was a stretch. I'm not gonna lie. I, it was I, a stretch I, before I, I even said it. Yeah. I just you said Ethan Zubak, and I was like, why? <laughs> why are you bringing up Ethan Zubak? Like. One of these like Cade Cowell types, like okay, fine, like he's young, maybe he develops, but like Zuar's like twenty five. Like I don't know, man, he's just dude, been floating around. Look, he'll probably listen, ends up in the USL team. Listen, there. when you dive in deep in the dumpster, sometimes you win. Maybe you, maybe I don't. Maybe you saw something and that I didn't see. Sometimes you get even Zubak, and that's why I asked. And guess what? Now I never have to worry about it again. I never have to look at it again. See, now we threw it out there. It's in the metaverse. Now we don't have to bring it up again. He's, he's going to win the fucking MVP next year, isn't he? <laughs> like, they're going to put him in like Cincinnati, and Lucho Costa is going to go down, and Ethan Zubek's going to come on and just be all amazing. Right, all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Listen, listen, listen up. We're almost done here. We're now in eighteen minutes. We've kept you guys here long enough. You guys are sick of my voice. I'm sick of my voice. We got one more team, real quick, before we get out of here. The New England Revolution. I have Whoa. stamped my flag. Thomas Shankalai is a DP Very at good. the New England Revolution. I am super big on this guy. I am super big on this player. I think he is fun. I think he's great. The Bruce Arena era is over. Where did the New York Re New York Red Bulls, the New England Revolution, go from here, Chris? And I don't know. I think I think it's probably time to say goodnight to Gustavo Bo. Oh, we've be been fair. saying that. Yeah, we've been um, saying that. Hopefully, he's gone. Oh, he's going. No, he's he's going back to his home. Uh, he's going back to his home team, isn't he? Good. Like his so that opens up like So we have Carlos Hill and Sean Clay, right? That we're building around. 
I guess so. Um, we're keeping, I'm assuming we're keeping Noah Buck. He's pretty good. Um, this midfield's not terrible. Like fullbacks, uh, maybe upgrade Andrew Farrell, but like Dewan Jones, pretty good. Gosh. Romney's a solid player, nothing special, but solid. Kessler's pretty good. Um, they have the Brandon Bye, Earl- hopefully coming back. What the heck is Earl Edwards? Like, this is not. No, 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 no. Well, that's well, Bruce. They they sold what's his face. Bruce Arena threw a fit, and then that's why he got fired. Yeah, something like that, which makes sense because Earl freaking Edwards. Are you kidding me? I mean, the Pittsburgh Riverhounds beat Earl Edwards, man. Like, let's, let's be honest here. He's not starting caliber in this league, and you won't convince me otherwise. So get a goalkeeper that is even like halfway good. And they've had two really good ones to be fair. Like Petrovic and Turner were both really good. They don't need they don't even need that quality. They just need like somewhat close to that. And that would be like pretty decent. And then the rest of this team is not bad. Like, I mean, Bobby Wood's not bad as a and we, have, and we have Nacho Heel too. Don't forget. I mean, Nacho Heel's not that good. They have oh, come um on. what happened to the what happened to the guy with the really long last name? Is he still alive? Sure. Byrak Tarevich and Paniatu. They didn't play Who? this year. Who? Yeah, they were really good. I, I'm honestly very surprised that he didn't like break into this team because especially with how bad played, it was at the end. When he played DC, where is it? They played DC in a game and they started. Well, everybody looks good against DC. Here we go. This game, it's it doesn't look impressive, but like <laughs> This game in March, I actually watched this one game, and they started Paniatu, and um, I guess they started Buck, uh, Byrak Terevich too. I thought that these three were like incredible, and I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and I guess these two They're just not. never, never broke into the team. I didn't watch anything other than that one game, but they looked really good to me. Um, they were all like young players, and I was like, yeah, I mean, he's eighteen. Well, listen. Uh, I'll let you know, Chris. Maybe you give these guys a chance. You know, you're starting to you're starting to build a reputation here for being 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 the being the young scout. You've been scouting these youngins, making these shoutouts. People are making purchases on your back. No I pressure. mean, these guys should be free, right? Eh, pretty close. Yeah, there you go. That's a dollar. Hey, like yeah. they're young, they're free. What? Are... Yeah. Oh, I love doing that. I love going through and just like going to what, what is the market. No, not market scout player rankings. MLS got to bump this down because these guys never play. <laughs> U23 eligible. Look for forwards or whatever position you want. Filter that. Yeah. Filter that bad boy. Pop it on. Uh, I guess you pop it on probably limited value, and then just go down the list. That makes no sense. He's definitely not that much. Um, and then just go down the list and like even start like down here, and you just like Christian Oliveira. Why is it something? Doral Farson, he might be okay. Yappy, that's a great price for Darren. Yappy. Wow, Darren, I forgot about Darren. Yeah, he might be pretty good at some point. Is he still in Colorado? Yeah. Um, Io Agnola is probably not a bad pun. Jairo Torres, you're you're hyped on it for Chicago for some reason. Look at that 45 <laughs> L5 boy. Like yikes. Look at that. Um Kikanovich, maybe, maybe worth a punt. Ibrahim, maybe worth a punt. Andre Kerr, maybe not bad. Schaffelberg, maybe not bad. Patrick. So you can literally just go through Jaquil Marshall Ruddy. 
Who did you say? Patrick Ajima at Charlotte. Mm, okay, sure. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, Dejan Jovalich, maybe. I mean, all these guys are like super, super, super cheap. Once you start to get up to here, you need like actual production, right? Like you need like your Quadro with Pokus, Dallas Magnus, Duncan McGuire's like Buke. Uh, Buke didn't really pan out as much as I wanted. Kerwin Vargas, he's pretty good. Um, it's like Alan Velasco. That's a good move, although he won't play next year. Rest in but, peace. Yeah, but eventually, maybe he'll come back at some point. Um, but yeah, you just literally go through and like, there's so many good players that are just down in this area that are free that you can just pick up for no for nothing. There it is. Look at that. Look, you getting know? that alpha from Chris, the MLS car slash collection guy. Now, look, we and then you go buy their entire team so that you boost them. Yes, boost them so that you could use them five years from now because that's how we do on silver in the states, dude. We have been here for almost an hour and a half. I did not see it going this way, yeah. but. Did. A lot of teams got eliminated. More and more teams keep getting eliminated. There's a four How games left. They? Real quick, who is winning? East and the West. Who is going to be in the final right now? Got Houston, LAFC, and we have Hell is Real, Columbus and Cincinnati. Give me the final right now. Columbus and the Fighting Ben Olsons. Who's yeah. winning MLS Cup? Columbus. I have the exact same final. Even though I don't think Houston could be LAFC, but I want them to because we love. We're on the hype train now. We are on the train. We're on the hype train. I could officially be on the train long enough. Listen, it was like Orlando City till I die, right? But but we're out now that we're out. Like, dude, someone get this man a Houston hat. Hector Herrera, baby, let's go MLS Cup. 